You're listening to a 1FM podcast. We are live with Jay Bryce. G'day, Jay. How you going, mate? Hey, Blamo. Good, thanks. And you? Oh, yeah. Not too bad for a Friday. I get to go home and have a nap straight after yoga this morning. So it's going to be fantastic. I've been looking forward to it all week. I might sleep until 7am tomorrow. What's been going on with the news, mate, down at the Shepparton News? If you don't know, Jay Bryce is a uh, journalist with the Shepparton News. What's been going on down there? Obviously, you know, last couple of days, it's been all about the the storms. The storms, Um, yes. So myself, I've been in Euroa uh, and that community... Uh, was impacted pretty uniquely because they yeah. had the uh, the power go out, yeah. the network go out, um, traffic lights go out. There was just this really, really dangerous uh, sort of scene that was, I think it was about, well, it was probably like 5.30 or 6 p.m. on um, on Tuesday night when the storm, the first storm set in. Yep. Uh, and they had the, the traffic lights, their big intersection go out and you can't see anything anyway and all these... Um, all this traffic is, is backed up, people coming home from work, just really, really dangerous. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, and then they couldn't get through to triple zero the next day. So um, the SES and local CFA, a lot of heavy lifting for that community. Obviously, mm-hmm. we had stuff going on here, but I think I think Euroa, and then they got it really bad the next day. They had a severe thunderstorm warning uh, at about 8 p.m. Uh, Wednesday night, off the top of my head. Um, yep. And yeah, they went through it. It was only about half an hour, but really, really heavy and intense. All it takes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> with the kind of stuff that's been dropping on us. Yeah, yeah. So you're up on Euroa doing a doing a story or on yeah, holidays? A, 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 no, no, or a story holiday. Uh, yeah, I was um, I was touching base with some of the SES members and having a look around. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't too bad by the time uh, we got there, but certainly overnight, um, you know, flash flooding, all that mm. sort of thing. You know, weird sick of it by now um yeah, yeah. I've, I've i've heard that uh, the euroa residents are used to the power going off yeah uh so that's a regular thing there but they're not used yeah. to like the flooding and everything yeah i suppose that's the thing um you know by highlighting that um hopefully you know that can get fixed because you know it's just an annoyance day to day but mm. in those sorts of situations it's really really dangerous yeah yeah well it becomes very very dangerous indeed i mean natural disasters are natural disasters they have disaster on there for a reason absolutely uh, what else have you got mate uh some new vape legislation was passed at the start of this year so it's targeting the importation of vapes and we've just sort of been asking around seeing what people think of it so that's in the news today some some pretty interesting and and diverse opinions i like yep. to think obviously uh, are you a vapor no no i'm not <laughs> no ever ever sucked on a vape no 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 i haven't <laughs> I, I did once and it tasted like um ah uh, not caramel it tasted like like a biscuit yeah right yeah and i just thought this is crazy well I you can see it how it's addictive yeah yeah look i can see how kids can get hooked yeah i i, I guess that's the aspect of it that, that's made it become mm. such a controversial issue is you know it's these light colored and and, and crazy sounding yeah. um flavors that that really do seem to target um teenagers and 20 year olds and yeah and um yeah i think lots of people had opinions and i think i think that's where it becomes such a such a big issue and why you know so many people have such strong opinions for it is it, it really seems to be affecting the youth yeah yeah you, so you're a younger person do, yeah. do you have friends at vape or yeah yeah it, so uh, is it is it common or? It, it, it's certainly certainly very common um yeah. it's very socially acceptable yeah. um for people my age and yeah it's just not um i think you know initially it was introduced as a way to you know if if you want to get off smoking you, mm. you vape um 
but I actually think it's very different target audiences. Oh yeah, it's marketed yeah. directly at kids. There's yeah. no que- there's no question about that. It's not as bad as smoking, but it's not good either. Well, we I, I think the thing is we we know how bad smoking is, mm. and and you'd like to think yes, vaping isn't as bad, but we actually don't really know. And, yeah, because there's a lot of chemicals as well. Yeah, and I think I think that's the issue is you know there's this generation of fifteen um, you know to probably twenty five year olds ish mm. um, that you know in thirty or forty years are going to have to know deal with the consequences of it so i think that's why it's been such a such a big thing but then the question comes down to you know is it um is it consumers fault is it just you know um people might making the right decisions versus importation and just there's there's loads of different ways to tackle it for sure yeah i don't know where you point the blame on that one Mm. um it's a complicated issue but things go viral and they market it all over the world and they get it out and they make their money and yeah that's it that's it almost a scam that makes you sick almost yeah what else you got mate uh let me have a look here we've done the weather uh so is there anything in review that uh was exciting for you well is this, yeah. your, this your first year as a yeah yeah so or? i'm i'm coming up I'm well, about, congratulations oh, on your first year thank you um yeah so i'm about to transition to a second year cadet so that's exciting um but yeah over the last couple of weeks we've been putting out a lot of year in review stuff so we do it with all the different sections so I was responsible for the year in review, the pet page, um, and the politics side of things. So, yep. um, but you know, we did it for everything, education, um, uh, theater, all that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely a really interesting year to look back at a lot was going on. Um, yeah. And Cujo, yeah. Cujo got a second run yeah. in the paper. I noticed. Cujo, Thank did, you for that. Cujo did get a uh, second run in the paper. If you don't know, um, Plemo and his dog featured in our pet page. Um, yeah. Yeah. That one, um, that one did fantastic online. I think probably cause the way it was titled, yeah. um, Cujo, people were a bit unsure. Yeah. Uh, they were, you know, childs of the eighties were pretty yeah. scared. Um, well, hopefully <laughs> they got a laugh when they just saw my aggressive, yeah, great, great photos of Plamo <laughs> and his dog on uh, on the Victoria Park Lake. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple just, yeah, the pet page one was fun. Yeah. Uh, Have you enjoyed doing on. that? The pet page? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, um, you know, for a journalist, it's um, it's one you really get to have fun with and be creative. Mm. And, you know, um, w- we interact with loads of really awesome and, and great people. But also sometimes we're talking to people that don't want to talk to us. Mm. Uh, and people always want to talk about their pets. So it's, yeah. it's really fun in that way, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what yeah. else in review? I guess... Um, what's yeah, what's been your biggest story? My, my biggest story? That's not the stadium. Uh, <laughs> I just had to call you on that one. <laughs> I, I, I guess define big. Um, I, I definitely, for me, looking back, I think my favorite story um, was we had, um, we had a local basketball player mm-hmm. um, who, was, who was deaf and was playing locally. Uh, and he he teamed up with his um, his favorite Shepherd and Gators players, and they got they got together and had a shoot around. That was Derek Murphy. So if you know anything about basketball, you know him pretty well. Star import, final, grand final MVP. Yeah, um, no, I, I know nothing. <laughs> tell, <laughs> so tell tell them who they, who he is. Derek? That'll be lost. So De- Derek was uh, he was the star American import that that helped the Shepherd and Gators get a championship this year. Uh, so he teamed up with one of the. One of the local players. It was just a great story. This this kid, he was just so passionate, uh, and he's got his interpreter running up and down the sidelines with yeah. him and calling out what the refs doing, and just all these cute little. Yeah, I think I saw, I think I saw that. Uh, yeah. So that yeah, that was probably my favorite. Uh, just alongside, I I talked to a um, 
I talked to a blind woodworking teacher out at Nathalia. Yeah, right. It was just really cool. He was getting an award. He was super loved just by all the kids in the community there. Yep. Um, and it was just one of those stories that kept on giving and he had a child on the way and a different, well, obviously not him, but his partner. Mm. And, and um, yeah, so that, yeah, definitely, definitely looking back, um, some pretty amazing people and, and, and stories. And yep. Yeah. So... Just lost my microphone there. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Apology, folks. That was me bumping a uh, a mix a fader. Tell me about the stadium, your uh, your crusade. Yes. Do we call it your crusade? You can call it whatever you want. Um, <laughs> so I guess we we say campaign, but basically what it means is we've just been putting out um, regular content uh, to do with the Shepherd and Sports Stadium. If you don't know, uh, the Shepherd and Sports Stadium is long overdue an upgrade. It last got one. Uh, about 30 years ago, the actual building itself is 50 years old. See, see, I'm, I'm older than you, and to me it still seems new because mm. <laughs> mm. it wasn't there before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I th- yeah, I think you, you don't really understand it unless you're, you're in it mm. and playing and, and seeing. The, the main thing is there's just, um, you know, the, the demand has completely outgrown. Like basketball's yeah. hu- huge in Shepparton now. And its amenities are, are pretty pretty low on the scale for what it's been De- used for yeah definitely and and it's right next to that sports precinct with the hockey fields and the soccer yeah. fields that are all pretty um pretty well they look line. like they're getting money spent on them yeah there's always stuff changing down there yeah they're fabulous um and obviously you've got the minara development right next to it now uh, the, the what the minara development so that's that big building so it's an indigenous education and sports center that that oh. that's going to be obviously fantastic but yep. It definitely, all these new things that keep getting added just make the stadium look <laughs> older and older. Um, so, yeah, that's what we've been doing over um, probably been about two months uh, now and talking to different people from all aspects of, of the community and beyond. So this week we had uh, Steve Coffey. Uh, again, that name will be lost on you, Plemo. But yeah, uh, he Hello, was... I know, I understand Coffey. <laughs> um, that's his last name. Uh, so he was the uh, best player in the mm-hmm. uh, opposition team in the grand final. The Shepparton Gators beat the RMIT Redbacks. So it was pretty big for a, for a rival player to sort of, you know, take notice and, and, and want to talk out about it. So I think that, yep. just, that just really speaks to it. We've had a lot of different organizations from outside of Shepparton. Basketball Victoria recently mm-hmm. um, had a chat and just talked about how it's just been a... It's been a thing they've known for a long time, and, and so they're, they're aware. The it's, they're aware it's a bit decrepit. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I think, um, you know, beyond that, they also want Shepparton to sort of be a hub of basketball because mm. when you think about our location, region, we're in the Victoria, middle of the state. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think I think just realizing that this isn't just about our our community; it's about you know the state and you know, I guess the wider nation. Yeah. Um, and just you know. How far do we want to advance sports? How far do we want to, um, you know, try and push grassroots sports, especially for the children? I think yeah. that's been the biggest thing. Like the scheduling is just ridiculous. You're asking a lot of parents and volunteers to do some real heavy lifting. And I just think it's just one of those communities that's long overdue for some support. Well, well, I, I guess watch this space because you're not going to go away about it, are you? No, no. Are no. you like heading this um, campaign? Well, all the stories have been written by me, so I guess so. <laughs> so, so it's um, yes. Now, th- there's one thing I want to ask you, mate, Sure. because I know nothing about basketball. What did the Gators win? The Gators won the uh, the Division One uh, title. So Is the, that good? That That is really good. So it's the second division uh, below the top uh, division of mm-hmm. Big V. Um, 
And uh, the Big V is, it's, it's one of the top leagues in, in the country. So obviously you've got the NBL, then you've got the NBL 1, which is sort of like, um, I guess, the G League version of that. Uh, and then below that, you've got like the different state leagues and, and Big V is right up there. Yep. So, so it is a massive deal. And, yeah. you know, you're going up against Melbourne teams and, and, and teams from across, uh, from across Victoria that do have a lot more funding, do yeah. have a lot. They've probably got a, a few more better, dollars, yeah. A lot better facilities. So it's it's been pretty amazing that um, to have a semi-professional basketball team succeed so much despite the lack of investment in them, for sure. There goes my microphone again. <laughs> well, I guess if they um, if the Gators keep winning, it's just going to gain more attention, isn't it? Yeah. So Help um, the cause. So when you win, um, you get the opportunity to go up into the top level of Big V, yep. um, which, spoiler alert, I say look out for some news on that in the next uh oh so the so. gators are getting elevated well i'm not supposed to say that plumber Potent- maybe you didn't say it no i didn't say you, di- you didn't say it i said it yeah plumo thinks the gators are getting elevated who knows what's yeah. the space and, and you know what <laughs> folks i've learned a lot about the gators today they're actually uh oh, well they're the champions of yeah, the second yeah. division is that right that, yeah, that's I think right, I that right. <laughs> number one fan yeah. Well, thanks for coming in today, mate. Thanks for and, having me. And uh, for all your informative stuff, and thanks for getting Kujo a second run in the paper. <laughs> now, uh, is your Saturday show still running with the basketball? Uh, we're going to get that uh, up and running when the uh, when the Gators seasons come back. So that'll yep. be me and my brother. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, stay tuned for that, folks. Thanks, Jay. This is Jay Bryce from the Shepherd and News. He also does a little bit of stuff down here as well. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Plumber. You have a great weekend. 98.5, 1 FM, live and local. We love our sponsors, especially this one. We all know by now that Goulburn Valley Ag are your one-stop shop for all things agriculture. But did you know that GV Ag are now also local stockists of red gum log splitters and chippers? Red gum products are well-designed, robust and high-performing with functionality that works with timber at varying stages of hardness, which is why red gum splitters are guaranteed to split any wood that you intend to burn in your fireplace. So much so that red gum supplies its very own money-back guarantee. Check out the full range of red gum products at goulburnvalleyag.com.au or give the team a call on 5832 One of them sponsor. Are spiders invading your house? Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a red back under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies, and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house, and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines, and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now, 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. As we age, maintaining good health and living a pain-free life can become more difficult. Are you somebody who suffers from regular back or sciatic nerve pain? The Natural Approach Healing Centre in Kyabram has been treating people with these conditions for more than 30 years. Don't put up with pain any longer. Book an appointment at the Natural Approach Healing Centre in Kyabram today. Most people only need one or two sessions. Call Sharon today on 0416 494 476. That number again, 0416 494 476. You will also find us at www.naturalapproach.com. Station sponsor. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nurse?
anniversary? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelagoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.